Hey Sam, how you going? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm running out of energy, my dude. I have very little left. <laughs> We're going to use this efficiently. All right. How Let's was go. How, how was Black Adam? Uh, pretty good. Liar. There's what? no way. It looks terrible, Cal. Dude, it's totally fine. It's like totally fine. All right. That is what <laughs> it looks like, though. Just fine. That sounds more like it. Look, I'm a little bit mad about what they do to Doctor Fate in the sense that it's he's basically not Doctor Fate. He's just Doctor uh, Strange. Boo. Um, it's literally the one character I was excited the most to see. And look, Pierce Brosnan fucking does a really good job, man. Great choice. Mm. They do Doctor Fate cool. really well in the Smallville television show. Okay, I believe you. They're doing really well in Young Justice. <laughs> yep. Young Justice does most pretty well, to be fair. They make him scary in Young Justice. Yeah, he's kind of scary in Smallville, too. He's like, he's not a good guy or a bad guy. He's just a force of nature. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, in this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that look, when you watch Black Adam and uh, we talk about it. The reason I brought that up is because I'm never going to see Black Adam. And um... <laughs> you'll watch Shazam 2, though, won't you? I will watch Shazam 2, yes. And have you had the... Uh, post credit scene of, of Black Adam spoiled for you. I have not. Has it got Superman in it? I will neither confirm nor deny the presence of Superman. Yeah, so it's definitely got Superman in it. Look, all I'm saying is maybe if you watched it, you'd squee at seeing a certain lip that doesn't have hair on it. I do not like lips with no hair on it, Cal. Give me, <laughs> give me Superman with a beard. They won't, because they're scared, cowards. They are scared. Um, Henry Cal, this is with a be... beard is too powerful. This is, <laughs> this is going to be such a long episode. We don't have any tweets. This is enough oh, DC God. talk. Let's go. All right, play the music. about what we talk about all the fucking time. My name's Cal, I'm your host. I'm your other host, Sam. Uh, welcome to this weekly episode of the Video Shop Podcast. Every week, welcome. in your ears, it's Doctor Who, baby! It's welcome, back! Welcome back, to, welcome back to Cardiff, where nothing happens but filming Doctor Who. They don't film in Cardiff anymore. What? Uh, they're Sony now, so it's Japan. I don't think they filmed in Cardiff. Power I, don't think, quarries. I, I don't think they filmed in Cardiff for a while. I couldn't tell you, man. Could not tell you. Um, so, Power of the Doctor. Spoilers. Jodie Whittaker's yeah. last episode. Everyone knew that, but I'm just saying in general, spoilers. Um, I think we should try and structure this episode. We'll talk about the episode first. Mm. Then talk about the regeneration. Yep. And then talk about some ex like all the kind of future stuff that we've seen since then. Yep. Um, I really should have like watched the episodes leading up to this in preparation. I probably should have too. Have you? I just want to real quick. Have you mm. seen the new logo? No. How, uh, are you going to send it to me, or will I mm. find it myself? Uh, I'll send it to you. Waiting. Oh, and this is also all right. We're going to just talk about the future stuff now because we're on it anyway. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just it's just the diamond logo's back. Uh, yeah, perched, like, nestled right above one of the ears of the mouse. Yeah, so, have you heard about this? No. Doctor Who, moving forward, is going to be on Disney Plus everywhere apart from the UK, where it remains on the BBC. 
I thought it was like okay. I know Sony's like in bed with Disney at this point, mm. but I so, do not think it was this bad. Sony owns the company that is making Doctor Who now, which is Russell T. Davis's company, Bad, bad Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how those two are connected. BBC has the distribution rights within the UK, and they've given they've they've sold the distribution rights to Disney Plus everywhere else in the world. Right. So the sixtieth and everything moving forward is going to be on Disney Plus. We don't know if everything pre all that is going to go on Disney Plus or when, but that means it's not mm-hmm. going to be on the ABC here anymore. That's done. It's going to be on Disney Plus everywhere in the world. Surely. Surely it stays on ABC. It but has I, I don't know, already man. been confirmed it's not by the ABC. Jesus. So Doctor Who's going behind a paywall. Yeah, not a big fan, huh? But here's That's the thing, right? Crazy. It's it's it it uh, and I'm very conflicted about this because it very much sucks for Australian viewers because mm. the BBC's had it for like 50 years. It's like a cultural staple. It's our free public broadcaster that we get to watch on their free streaming service. That's pretty good. Um, mm. But yeah, ABC on, iView is quite good. On the flip side of that, most mm. other places in the world really struggle to watch Doctor Who. Brienne had to, like, wait till it aired on BBC America in the US mm. before she could then watch it on BBC America's streaming platform. And mm. then it had ads. The hour and a half program went for two hours. Fuck that, man. And BBC America is already a paid network. Like, you can yeah. only get the streaming option online is if you pay for their cable package. Yeah. So this is cheaper and more available in places like the US now. So it's a double-edged sword where this is going to bring Doctor Who to more people. It just sucks for us in Australia. Mm. It feels like we lose. But it's 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 and I will say it will be nice if it means if like all the classic stuff goes on there, if we have all mm. of Doctor Who in one place to stream in HD. Like, that would be sick. <clears throat> that would be sick. And, like, I, I hope that, like, this solves the budget problems. Well, it's... If if Disney Plus gave them a huge lump of cash to have Doctor Who, which I assume they did, and Sony, mm. like, or Bad Wolf Productions, mixing with the BBC, like, this is going to bring a lot of money into the show, hopefully. Mm. Uh, hopefully we can get it more regularly. Because it is so sporadic as is. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully, like, you know, it, it's always been a low-budget show. And they've done the mm. best with what they have. But I made the small mistake, eh, one might call it a mistake, of starting a Doctor Who watch-through. I just watched mm. uh, Rose <laughs> yesterday. Um, yeah. In prep for... I'm going to watch it all through before the, 50th, the 60th. I've got a year That's, to watch, like, do, eight seasons. I do plan to do that. Um, you know, there's like 13 seasons, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, that's, that's like <laughs> actually one year. That's more. That's a season a month. I have to get through. Yeah, it seems like it didn't seem. It seemed like I had lots of time. I don't. That's not really like a season a month is pretty achievable. And look, one of those seasons is flux. Yes. And that's fine. But then there's all the specials that we kind of... Ju- mm. that, that you also got to account for. I've, I've been playing with a pen and it has just mm. leaked all over me. 
Oh no. Are we taking a break? Nah, I'll I'll soldier through. Um just fuck. Alright. This episode <laughs> of the podcast brought to you by Kilometrico, where this shit wouldn't happen. Um and I was I'm I'm on uh the alien the Aliens in London episode. That's the one mm. I've just watched that before we before we started recording. I forgot how good like all the setup all the establishing of that episode is. It's so mm. tense, it's eerie, and then the Slovenes show up, and they're so yeah, shit. They're so stupid, yeah. <laughs> they're so stupid. The farting lo- thing's stupid, the, they look stupid. stupid. Like, if they I'm were, lo- like, the same design, but full CG, um, and, well, a slightly tweaked design, so they all didn't have beer bellies, um, like, it would have improved mm. the scare factor of that episode, I think. Mm. Yeah, oh, I and like, I think, I think part of the point of the Slovene was to be a bit of a joke after the fact was to build tension and then relieve it with how silly it is because it's a kid show. I get but, that, but the but the two parter ends with them blowing up Downing Street with like a missile. Mm. It's not yeah. really, is it? Like no, mix- probably not. And the season ends with an absolute fucking banger. So yeah, I mean, a massacre. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, um, no, it's just, uh, uh, so as much as the charm of the, you know, uh, there is charm of the budget, sometimes the budget does dwindle. So maybe this Disney plus deal would bring a lot more money in. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting move that I did not expect. Mm. Um, okay. What would you do? Yeah. I don't know. This is pie in the sky, right? Yeah. They get the episodes that were taped over. Yep. Recast the Doctor, like they did with David Bradley for the first Doctor. Yep. And um, and remake those episodes with, with a new cast. Uh, yeah, why not? At this point, I just want a canon second and third, and I guess now fourth, um, like Doctor Who recast. Like Sean Pertwee mm. could do it. He looks yeah, just like he, he looks just like his dad. Like right now, do it right now. Mm, it would be perfect. They like, should have got the him right time to do it. They Twenty sh- years ago, they should have got him for this episode that I'm sure we will talk about at some point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's fine to tease him for a little bit longer because what, like, I don't know. <laughs> but it, I guess we can. Crack no, it's on. just it's it is it, it's interesting. Yeah, what what Doctor Who's going to become? Because I, I look, mm. more money can only be a good thing, right? <laughs> For the show. Well, I mean, like, yes and no, because, like, at the peak of its budget was, like, right at the peak of Moffat going shit, and I don't think that was necessarily a, a relation there. I, I don't, don't think know that if that was Moffat going shit. The peak of its budget was, like, what, the 50th anniversary? Which was excellent. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but, but that was right at Clara. Yeah, but Clara got shit once you hit Capaldi. That's when the writing went wrong. Well, yeah, but you hit Capaldi pretty quick. So, like, yeah, Clara but that's had... what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It peaked on excellent and then started to dip down. But I think the peak yeah. Doctor Who was like we're talking like uh, the Doctor is going to America. You remember the like Impossible Astronaut yeah, yeah. and and yeah. and so the Silence Six. Yeah, which apart from being like messy as far as a release goes. But you remember how they broke it up into two seasons across yeah. a, like two years, <clears throat> like one season yeah. in two parts. That was budget. 
Like it's because mm. they were like spreading the budget thinner. I think mm. I'm not sure they had that much more money. I think Fair it was enough. just how they were using it. They were um, really trying to make it look like they had that kind of money. I mean, and yeah, that season six looks great, and so does season seven, especially the first mm. few episodes. Like you mm. remember the dinosaurs on a spaceship, and yeah. um, and uh, the the a town called Mercy. Like those mm. look awesome. They're great yeah, they episodes. Do. Actually, all of yeah. season seven looks great. It's just the Clara episodes aren't quite as good as the Amy Rory episodes. But mm. all of Matt Smith's era looks awesome. Yeah. But I do also think there was, like, a style there. Mm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. A style that didn't quite carry over into Capaldi and has been completely lost <laughs> with Whitaker. Yeah, Jodie Whitaker has... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the style is. The style is way too close up, um, <laughs> Dutch angles, and orange and blue. And I know there was plenty of orange and blue in Matt Smith's era. Lots the, of blue. Yeah. I remember lots of blue. Like, yeah. Like, orange and blue, it's a trope for a reason. It works really well. But fuck, man. I'm I, I'm starting to think I might not be able to see any other colours. <laughs> I was going to say, have you got in your, uh, your eyes checked? Could be a look. Yeah, it could. It could be something wrong with me, <laughs> but I think it's more likely something wrong with Doctor Who. So as usual, I'm going to blame my problems on Doctor Who. Fair enough. Um. <clears throat> so speaking of Jodie Whittaker, we'll come around. Yeah. Overall, I was this this episode, Power of the Dark as Power of the Doctor, is a mess. There's too much going on. Not yeah. everything is explained properly. But mm. I had a lot of fun. I had a Me lot too. of fun with it. I think it's one of the better episodes in this era I'm for not, how, like, I yeah. Th for, mm. I think this era is probably more fun than we give it credit for. I just think mm. the highs and the lows are so different, you know. Mm. Um, and it yeah. and it, I think its attempt to have fun sometimes impedes on its sci-fi storytelling. I think mm. of, like, the Spyfall episode, mm. which I thought was hella fun, but it gets... But it it, it, it decides to have fun instead of telling a coherent sci-fi story, which isn't inherently yeah. a wrong thing to do. I but just, I don't remember what actually happens in that. I know that's when well, the that's, Master is revealed to be the Master. Yeah. I kind of want to rewatch that. I'm, I mean, I'll get there, but... I know the Doctor defuses a bomb on a plane... Yeah, and they're in yep. they're in the outback for a little bit. Oh yeah, they go to Australia, and there's like that's where I live. And, and the master shrinks them at the end into some weird tiny dimension, or mm. is that a different episode? I think that's a different episode, but I don't Cause, remember because that's how he defeats the. No, it's the same episode as the um as the the rogue Cyberman where they shrink. Yes, dude. But like, yeah, what uh, what happens in that episode? What's the plot and the stakes and the character interactions? Yeah, I don't can't remember any of it. But it's got the kind of setup like the end of time, because mm. that's got a setup about some gate that has a power or something, and some guy is using it for something. And I don't remember. I just all I remember is that the master then shows up <laughs> and mm. does his plan. Yes, well, I mean, I, I like I've watched that over and over again though, because that was kind of like that was an important moment for my 
Well, and uh, to be, to, I was going to say, to be fair, I remember more about that episode again because I every time like a big new Doctor Who event happens, I watch through it again. So I've watched through that episode a lot more than I've watched through any of Jodie Whittaker's era. Mm. I don't know. I think the era overall is not as bad as people make it out to be, but I do think the highs and lows are very severe. Well, going from the beginning, right, where they go, where they get the Magna boots on, they. Um... They can't land the TARDIS on the moving train for some reason, but they can pace it, okay? Um, and so, yeah, then Dan gets shot in the face to the point where it... Misses yeah. his head. It yeah, like it misses his head. Glass. Yeah. Um, and then maybe it's a laser beam or I was whatever gonna say, lose, I, it lost all its energy. I was going to say, I think it was a laser that, like, disapparated, but cracked it. Mm. Yeah, and, like, that that's fine. Like, I'm not going to fucking push my glasses up and nitpick that kind of bullshit yeah what i am gonna nitpick though is that immediately after getting back into the train after nearly flying off into space dan makes a joke about being your this is your captain speaking and we'll be coming to a smooth hold shortly and like is having a laugh having a good time and then goes well doc i don't think i can come with you i gotta go because i'm fucking i got shot in the face Yeah, I can't be doing that shit anymore. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever, Dan. And then Dan's gone for the rest of the fucking episode. Yeah, because we've was... really got to focus on the, the well-crafted romantic relationship <laughs> between the Doctor and Yang. But they don't even bring that Fuck up. Me. Oh my god, it's so bad. I, like, I, I get the people want to see it. That's fine. I, but I, they fucking haven't done it in this show. Well, that's the thing. I kind of liked the like the introduction of that idea, and then the slowly building towards it. And then they're like, anyway. Yeah. Well, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the what plot happened, line what said. Happened this... Yeah. The doctor's I... like, well, yes, I'm off. Cash you later. Or I won't, because I'm dead. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and that's it. And it's, oh, man. Like... Yeah, I, I, I like that plot line that they never, like, they never go all the way with it. Well, um... And then they just start lampshading how completely distant Jodie Whittaker's doctor is and that seems to be basically that they have no fucking idea how to write the doctor as a character so they just have Jodie Whittaker spout exposition and not be there when shit needs to not happen yeah like they really don't know what to do with her and then they start lampshading it as if that's the excuse for why she never tells Yaz anything and it's like no she doesn't tell Yaz something because it's not immediately important to the plot right now and that's all the Doctor is in this in this era I, I really don't mind the idea of like a distant Doctor that doesn't really want True. to explain stuff it's really interesting it's just this or, era or overall who... is just not handled really great mm, like a Doctor who lies to the companions to get them to stick around because otherwise they'd think it was too dangerous or whatever you know and then somebody gets hurt brilliant yeah. Really good use of, of that kind of character trope. Like, the Doctor being lonely and overconfident in their own abilities to the point where they think they can save everybody is absolutely on on the mark for the Doctor. Yeah. Um, and so it's brilliant when it works. Like, the, the triumph and badassery of when that works is awesome. And the lows of when that fails hits oh. you hard and good. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but she... Jodie Whittaker just doesn't say anything to Yaz unless it's important to the plot. Yaz doesn't find out about the Daleks until it's important to the plot. Which is admittedly most of the companions, but... 
Yeah, that, but that's that's usually a problem with the companion because the doctor's too busy doing shit that's actually interesting. And yeah. this it's a problem with the doctor because the doctor's not doing anything at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, yeah. Speaking of the Daleks, right? Mm. It, the only thing that bo- kind of bothered... The Daleks have teamed up with the Master before, so it's fine. Mm. But did it feel kind of weird that they were teamed up with the Master for this particular mission? When they had no plot of their own, no reason to do it. No double like, cross. It just, yeah, it and seemed it like the Daleks were only there because Daleks. Well, and I was talking to Brianna about this, and she was like, why wasn't that Dalek that sold her out, like, a trap, rather than an actual Dalek that wanted to sell her out? That's interesting. And then it just gets killed. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, that's, that's, like, not happened. You know, like, the Cult of Scarrow and the turning of Dalek Sek was a big fucking deal. Well, and we did have the good Dalek storyline with Peter Capaldi, but, yeah. And, look, maybe... Maybe it's the same Dalek somehow, but fucking probably not. I, I'm not well, going to go not brush because scrubbing through the timelines. I was going to say, well, we met that good Dalek one more time in Peter Capaldi's last episode, but I digress. Um, yeah, in saying that, the master in this, this master took a while for me to warm to. I really like him in this. Him dancing to like, as Rasputin to the song. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, Ra Ra Rasputin. Yeah, excellent. Like, Very this, good. This doctor, this this master, like I, my biggest problem with him was that he flipped too fast between really fucking crazy eight bonkers and like subtly evil in a bad way. Ah, uh, you I see, I, I I I didn't mind that really, to be honest. Like that's... that in theory is not a problem. I just don't think it was executed very well. I feel like it changed on a really clunky basis from like scene to scene rather than from moment to moment. I think it worked better in this than in some of his other appearances. Mm. Um, yeah, especially probably. in the Timeless Child. Because yeah. in this one, his his plan is like a nuts, crazy, stupid plan just to spite the Doctor. In that, it was like his plan didn't really make any sense. <laughs> like, not not like... It wasn't just to fuck with the Doctor. It was like a... I'm mad at the Time Lords because they lied about you, so I killed them all, but also I turned them all into Cybermen. I'm the master. Like, it, it just doesn't make any... That doesn't make any fucking oh, sense at all. I completely fucking forgot that all of the Time Lords are gone again. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't worry. Chibnall was just setting it up fresh for Moffat. Time Lords are gone. Oh Daleks are gone. Don't worry about it. Dude. Fuck. It's so stupid. <laughs> like, just give us Time Lords back. Time nah, Lords were I, fine. At this point, keep, leave them dead. Or, make dude, them yeah, all dead. Do it. Do it or don't. Like, yeah. fuck. Now now that they're all dead, like that's just a really shitty anticlimactic way for the fucking Time Lords to go. I An off-screen l- master plot fucking outdid them. Yeah. I did. Well, and there's the, the excuse that like maybe he just wiped out the Time Lords, not all the Gallifreyans. Um, and there are still people sure. alive on Gallifrey. Um, yeah, sure. Because there's all that lore to unpack. But I will say that I'd completely forgotten about the regenerating Cybermen. Um, mm. And I mm. quite liked them in this. I think it's largely unnecessary is the problem. Sure. But like, I like that you, the bio- like, they're mowing down the Cybermen and they fall down and then they just fucking like regenerate and get back up again. Yeah, and it's cool. It's Even cool visually. I don't understand why cool. they need collars. 
I don't understand why they need the That's fucking the master Time Lord glyphs written all over them. Well, do you want and the I real... I don't understand why <laughs> they can't just use nanobots to repair themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, the real problem is they're in armor, so... If yeah, the armor if it was literally it any other race... It, it doesn't matter if the genetics is If If it was Daleks, it would have been better. No, because they're still just... Like, the Cybermen aren't robots, remember? They're cyborgs. Sure, but they're... They're, they're cyborgs who are trying really fucking hard to be robots. Like, the the Daleks are also arguably cyborgs. I was going to say they're trying they're... really hard to be alive. They're trying really hard to be animals. Yeah, but they're both just brains in a suit. Yeah, but even then, like, the whole point of the of the Cybermen is that the brain is... Like, the, all, all the humanity in the brain is gone. The brain is just a fleshy supercomputer. It would have been more interesting if they'd used some OG Cybermen that are still, like, pretty 50-50... Mm. Remember the Mondas Cybermen? They're like they were like they still had like mouths. Mm. Yeah, that that would have been cool. Anyway, um, like, like if they got their Cybermen arm blown off and do, a real arm grows back in its place. Do we want to talk about the the Master's plan? What was it again? He wanted to make <laughs> the Doctor regenerate into him. All right, hang on a sec. All right, okay. Um... <laughs> Red Bull 2. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to need this. Uh, okay. I kind of... I can headcanon logic this into making sense. Yes, me too. I think but we if spoke I have about to, that shitty fucking it. writing. Well, like, the, you have to work on the theory that he's forced her to regenerate into his current body, and then he has moved his consciousness into her, displacing her. No, 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 no. I, I, I think what's going on there is that the the regeneration the machine what the machine is doing is making the regeneration so accurate that it's copying his physical brain as well right so he, so the, so, so why does original why does original him just like pass out then because no explanation perfectly explains the dumb shit that this episode is that's what <laughs> that I'm saying plan it, must, is. it wouldn't be the first time the master's moved his consciousness into a new body True, and there's all sorts of psychic power bullshit in Doctor Who. Yeah, the, like, it's not even the first time the Cybermen have, like, invaded the Doctor's but mind. Then why does, but then why does he need a machine and regeneration energy to do this? A why can't he do this with mad psychic power? To a whole planet, I mm. assume... <coughs> Alright, this headcanon. The power, that power planet, which is a big battery, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. needed to be there because otherwise the Doctor could force him out there's no way for him to completely overrun the doctor the machine and the energy put him in complete control and pushed her out entirely but she just couldn't like control you know what was happening telepathically or or regeneration but so that's not that's not even what they said though they said it's because forcing regeneration is really hard to do well I, i assume that too well that's kind of part of what i said like that's forcing Everything, right? Yeah. And it's so, like... Here's the main... Know. We never saw the, the Time Lords use a whole planet to do it, but there's no reason why they couldn't have. Well, and they had a they had Gallifrey, right? They had mm. huge amounts of energy and potential... Pa- like, we don't know what their power was. That They're like, probably powering them with black holes and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like the TARDISes are. So, like, mm. there's just nothing on Earth he could have got that power from. So he's plugged a TARDIS into a planet. Because essentially that second TARDIS... 
I did like how it was like a police box and it had ha 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 written on it instead of the police call telephone yeah. box. That was fun. Look, it, it, like, it was, but it really just makes me think that they're just trying to channel a Joker-style character. And it's like, that's I'm, not what the Master is. I am totally fine with a version of the Master that's the Joker. And this actually, um, using that comparison, actually, th- this Master kind of is Doctor is is Joker ish. He's he's um he's definitely um what's his name uh Deadman um why so serious fucking Batman Dark Knight Joker yeah I kind of definitely dig Heath that com- Ledgery yeah I kind of dig that comparison actually because yeah, here's but... the thing right I, like you say mm. you don't want him to be the Joker but remember that time the Doctor was James Bond and I'm talking like, about the third Doctor for a long who was time. like yeah. literally James Bond. <laughs> I was going to say the third Doctor was literally James Bond. David Tennant has tried to be James Bond. Matt Smith has tried to be James Bond. Peter Capaldi in real life is James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I just I like so the personal connection between the Doctor and the Master is an interesting part of their character, but I think ultimately is not necessarily a key component of the Master. Yes, I agree. And that version of the Joker is the same. Like, the obsession with Batman is not necessarily a key component of that character. And it, putting that onto um, an arch nemesis is not an interesting way to write the character. The Master used to have plans of his own to get power of his own for his own reasons. And he's like, yeah. And then the, then the Doctor would just be there and stop him. Yeah. And now it's, no, everything I do has to be to fuck with you in particular. Even Harold Saxon, Master, just, was, he wanted his own, he was doing his own thing. Yeah, but the it was also, no, it wasn't. You don't remember how much of that was just, he built an entire, like, machine to fuck up the entire human race just because he knew that was, like, the Doctor's favourite. He was like, he even says, he's but like, he was precious also, humans. Yeah, and yeah. he built but a he special was also... machine just to age the Doctor. Yeah, silly. It is so silly. dumb, man. That, it is... that thing's real dumb. But, yeah, right, the... but what he was also doing yeah. was creating an army out of paradoxical creatures that needed to exist both in the present and at the end of time. Yeah. So he was using the resources he had at his disposal as Professor Yana to to get out of there and that happened to also include humans because they lived at the end of time mm. so all of that was just coincidence yeah the the fact that it fucked with the doctor and him taking pleasure in that is fine but yeah i, I don't necessarily want every fucking master plot to be a plan that the master has just to fuck with the doctor and for no other reason than to fuck with the doctor i i agree oh that's and i totally agree with that um I'm fine with this plan being to just fuck with the Doctor, though, in this, like, under these circumstances. But, right. Yes, yes. The the point of the Timeless Child and all that sort of stuff is so integral to the Master's original concept. A Time Lord who's gone rogue because he's run out of regenerations now might have a chance to get infinite regenerations. That's what he should have been after this whole time. Uh... Yeah, that is... 
head cannon. That's what he was after. It makes perfect sense. Every plot. Yeah, problem totally. To but all he, all he had to do was go, fuck, I love watching you squirm and try and figure it out, Doctor. But soon I will have infinite time. And with infinite time is infinite power or whatever the fuck he wants to say. Yeah. Like, all he has yeah, to do no, is you're right. in any way say that line and we're good. Yep, and tying it into the Timeless Child thing would have justified the Timeless Child thing at least a little bit. At least a little... Fucking... At all! (laughs) Fuck me, man. For all Um, I know, literally the Master is the Doctor. He's just lived long enough to go mad and run out of regeneration somehow. And go back around, yeah. uh, Sure. He's not, but sure. But the the Timeless Child facilitates so much fucking terrible writing. Anyway, go on. It, it also facilitates great opportunity. So I'm not against it in, on principle. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not against it at all. It just, ha- they've done nothing with it thus far. So no, I, I think I'm against it in principle. I, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. I, I, I think it's a bad thing to introduce into the series in the same way that it's a bad thing to like. Here's, here's, here's the <sighs> thing though, right? What do you do when you hit, yeah. say Doctor Who keeps going. What happens when you hit the next, uh, the next twelve doctors? He gets another extension from the Time Lords for some reason. Like, do we just literally got forever? We've got basically a hundred years to figure that out. (laughs) There's no fucking way. How long? Like, it took us what fifty to get to to get to the first thirteen. Yeah, and most of it, like, yeah, admittedly, some of it was off air, um, but. Some of it was just fucking. Oh, we, uh, David Tennant counts as two. No, yeah. no, no. Let's let's work <laughs> and this a out. secret one. So on average, each Doctor does about three seasons between four and five years, right? Yep. So thirteen by five is another sixty years. It's another fifty years. Fair enough. Okay. So we have fifty years to figure it out, my dude. <laughs> well, Chibnall fifty did, years. Ch- Ch- Chibnall did it in three years. Who's the fool now, Cal? Chibnall did it in the laziest, <laughs> most fucking awful way possible. He basically said a wizard did it. I don't mind the... I don't. I really don't mind the idea that... It also ties into the uh, Brain of Morbius plot. Sure, I don't care about I know it showing I know you other don't, faces. I, don't, I know you don't care about canon, what? Cal. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it never mattered before. Until the timeless child, it was only ever hand-waved away. Nobody really cared. Somebody was like, hmm, that's an interesting thought. And then no no one gave a fuck. Like, Well, it was only in the new era when they started counting actual regenerations. Mm. When It was when Eleven went, I'm number Eleven. Mm. And I'm going to wear an Eleven buddy football jersey and go into room number Eleven in my psychic prison. Even though I'm canonically... 14. 13. 13, yeah. Yeah, dumb. I kind of, I kind of like that he's thirteen, but it is dumb that, like, I like that Matt Smith's Doctor was the last one of the original thirteen. I think it's fitting for his version of the Doctor, but uh, well, because his whole doc, his whole character was written around it. But the fact that they like within the same episode reveal I have no more regenerations left, and then hmm. give him more regenerations. There's no build up to it. That was my problem with how that was executed. I don't care because. Because we were always going to get more. They weren't going to end the show. No, of course they weren't. So so I didn't really care how we got there, as long as how we got there wasn't really, really stupid. And getting it through a magic crack in the universe is fine. Because the... 
because <laughs> Rassilon says so, fine. <laughs> the dead Time yeah, Lord I... Rass- As long as the dead Time Lord Rassilon says it's fine and he sends it through a magic crack that first appeared in Amy Pond's wall, that's fine. Kind of, yeah. Like, I don't really Duh. give a fuck. It's as dumb and, as and the Tyler's that child, Cal. Yes, yes it is. I get it. I know that that's dumb. But the Timeless Child specifically being... You know whose fault this is? is? What? Whatever idiot writer first decided the limit was 13. No, it isn't. Because I don't give a fuck about the Time Lord regeneration limit. That's not the problem with the Timeless Child. The problem with the Timeless Child... Is the mm. like is it's trying to create it's trying to beg this bigger question of who the doctor even is, what the doctor is, and that there's something bigger than they should be. The doctor used to be just a person who made good choices, who like who chose to be a better person than he sh- than he could have chosen to be. Like that's an inspiring story. The chosen one, magical angel child from the other side of the of fucking everything, is not special and interesting. You don't just get to say, this child is special and interesting, and expect me to go, well, fuck, that's special and interesting. That's what's lazy about it. I don't care about the, the regeneration limit. I don't know if it's... If it, if it is that. It's... The thing is, you, you're forgetting that, like, Doctor Who, we didn't even know the name of the Doctor's planet till the third Doctor. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, that's fine. We hadn't met his people until the very last episode of the second Doctor's run. Sure. Well, we still haven't. Now, but the, the all that was yeah, but that that was a mystery that was built into the show, into the DNA of the show that was revealed, yeah. and they're actually you know as they hit the seventh Doctor's era, and they were like, we know too much about the Doctor, we need to start dropping you know hints that maybe there's more to him, because mm. once you and that's what was so good about um, the start because I'm you know I'm rewatching series one. Is what about the start? Is because you you jump into it and you're like, like the, it's it's pretty mysterious initially. It's like we don't know who he is. Obviously, mm. everyone who's watched the original show knows he's a time lord, but we don't really know a lot. We don't know is this a reboot? Is it a continuation? Where is he? Why are all the mm. time lords dead? Who was the war with? And that's after mm. we even figure out the war thing. Mm. Like the well, way we don't the mystery unfolds now is the timeless child mystery sold perfectly no but i don't think it's a bad idea at its core but, to like impede the doctor with a bit more mystery again okay but right yes eccleston was still just a good boy just a boy like just somebody trying to figure shit out trying to do the right thing as Not- best he could as much as you remember, I think. I know they talk him up. I know that there was this magical aspect of, like, what even is a Time Lord and all Time Lords are super rare, right? And and they were trying to read, uh, trying to build that mystery. That's fine. But there wasn't this, like, the time, like, the, the, the Doctor is this, like, hero or a god. That didn't come until later. And, like, my problem isn't with the, the concept of the mystery. The prob- My problem is that it morally changes the Doctor as a character to say that they're a chosen one and something special and not just someone well, who values the right things and pursues the right things in life. Depends on your definition of special, I suppose. But I never saw the Timeless sure, Child but... as making them more special. It was just that they weren't a Gallifreyan. And the Gallifreyans took 
the Time Lord thing from the Doctor, and the Doctor comes from somewhere else. Like, yeah, I didn't see it as special. I saw it as putting a non-Indigenous species on a planet and it irrevertibly changing the evolution of that species. Mm. Yeah, a colonization, um, like, subtext there could have been a really interesting thing to explore if there are any fucking Time Lords left, but we killed them all. Well, and that's um, the problem with the Timeless Child plotline, is that the Time Lords are all dead and now they're Cybermen. You know what yeah, it doesn't we should fucking matter. discuss, though? Mm. Um, Go on. Tegan and Ace are back. Yeah. They're back. And they're working with Unit. Kate's back. Nice to see. When was Kate last in the show? I mean, last time Unit was in the show, so fucking... I, I, was it before... Has she appeared in, um, in Jodie Whittaker's era? I don't think so, but I'm like, when did she last appear before that? I'm struggling to remember. Mm. I mean, she was in the, um, the Zygon episode after the 50th with Peter Capaldi. Yes, she was in that one. That one might be mm. the last one. That was, that was pretty early in yeah, the it was Capaldi run? Maybe his first one? Yeah, I can't remember, but... Oh no, she's in Flux. She's in Flux. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, Ace hit a Dalek with a baseball bat and it went boom. That was fun. Um, yep, Tegan, you can tell, hasn't acted in a while. <laughs> she seemed exactly like Tegan of old in that respect. <laughs> so, no offense. Oofed. It's that, 80s, that. That, it's that 80s style of acting, right? Everything's a little bit more heightened and... Mm. And look, um, remember that time in this episode where Tegan fell down an elevator shaft with nothing and just got I, up? I'm pretty sure they just cut away mm-hmm. and expected us to forget about it. Yeah, they did. And yeah. admittedly, I did. <laughs> yeah, I know. I also did. Again, it was Brienne who pointed it out to me. I'm like, huh? What? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. We were talking a lot of smack while we were watching this episode. We were. Too. I'm like sure I said, we I missed had, shit. I had a good time watching it. It was good. I had fun with this. I, that generally did, yeah. Um, it was but nice it was... seeing Ace with the bat and the jacket on, as as hokey as it was, um, that she just had her jacket in Kate's office floor for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, do you ship her and Graham? Uh, I'm not against it. I love me Graham, I love me Ace, <laughs> why not? Sure. I think it was a weird thing to, to you know, briefly Imply. have that flirtation. Yeah. Mm. Graham's a flirt. He'll flirt with anyone. I suppose, yeah. Also, no Ryan. Yeah. He was off not riding a bike somewhere. Apparently, the actor was shooting like a show or movie in America, which is why he wasn't in it. Um, No, like, deliberate exclusion. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, I liked the... I liked the... uh, The parachuting off... You know what? We didn't talk about the master. We spoke a lot about the master and the doctor and the Thomas Child and that. But the master as the doctor, like combining some of the different outfits, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, I like how um, Yaz just pushes him out the out of the TARDIS and he just goes, well, she'll be back, I hope. <laughs> just yes. does nothing. Yeah. And then she does go back. What the fuck? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. And maybe he knew that she'd come back to try and get the doctor back. Well, yeah, that she'd come back for the body, yeah, yeah. Which she did. But then she also just went, now, yeah, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to get old mate to shoot you. 
old mate Vinda, is he a human? What fucking time, like, what part of human history is he from? Because apparently it's 21st century. I think he's but... an alien. And I, I, think I he suppose came he has from, to be. I think he came through a wormhole. Right, okay. <laughs> he came through a wormhole at the start of the episode, didn't he? I swear he did. Yeah, he did, but I wasn't sure if that was like a wormhole or like some kind of just near faster than light travel or something. I'm pretty sure he said the wormhole worked. I'm here. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, um, yeah, I liked all that. That was all fun. Like I said, the baseball bat was fun. I liked that the Daleks were inside volcanoes trying to blow up the earth with volcanoes. It was pretty good. What do you think of Companions Anonymous? I kind of liked it. How many of those have we got now? Many. Uh, have we have we had a Companions <laughs> well, Anonymous at least, before? Not not Companions Anonymous specifically, but we've got like Doctor Who fandoms within Doctor Who. Yes, yeah. Well, not not as much though. We've we've got what's a we've got Oswald, Oswald, mm. Oswin, Oswin. That's it. Oswald yeah. is the um, Borgwin. There's there's Linda from. Linda? From, uh, so Linda as in the organisation is called Linda. Oh, yes, yes, yes. From the terrible episode, Love and Monsters. Yes. And I think Old Mate from Rose was supposedly part of something similar. He was his own, like, shed full of Doctor Who stuff. Mm. Look, okay, because that would have been a fucking deep cut to get those actors back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and put them in, in Companions Anonymous. Like, fucking... And that, there's no way that was really Ian Chesterfield. I think it was. Chesterton. No, no, no. He's dead. <laughs> so rude. If he's, if he's not dead, he's a million and six. Well, he definitely is a million and six. Um, <laughs> cast notes. Oh, uh, uh, no, no. Whoops. I wrote Power of the Daleks by mistake. Boo. Yeah, big boo. Big dumb head. That's, me. That's my name, Dumbhead McGee. Hit it here first, kids. Ian Chesterfield, yeah, William William Russell. Fuck, that's crazy. He became part of the original lead cast of BBC One's Doctor Who, playing the role of school teacher. And then you had Kate Kate Manning, who played Joe. Ah, oh, I love Joe Grant. Uh, oh, and yeah, and cool. and it was Mel. Mel was the other one. Mel. Six I was Doctors like, is it Mel. Perry? No, Perry was the brunette. Yeah, Perry was um, the brunette. No, this was Mel. Yeah. Perry was also an American, and maybe is dead. Mm. Mel was the one who um, got introduced in the trial of the Doctor before um, before she was act- actually met the Doctor. We yes. had like a whole story with her before we actually met her. Yeah, and didn't Perry die in the trial of the Time Lord? I think so, or very shortly after. I can't remember. I thought she died. Maybe she didn't. Poor Perry. I don't remember, man. Does she die? Because like, that's rude as. You should look that up, because I love how much love Adric gets over the years. <laughs> and fair enough, he was the first. But he certainly wasn't the bloody last. Yeah, but he also, like, did it... I don't know. Did... Leaving the show. Uh, she wanted us... Uh, uh, um, yeah, I, I don't... No, apparently... She gets, like, mind transplanted and, like, has a bald sequence. And the actress was very happy with that um, until they retconned it at the end of the season, implying he married she married some king. Okay. I don't know, man. I, I, I'll i be honest. 
Trial of the mm. Time Lord is a little bit of a blank spot in my Doctor Who knowledge. I always found I it don't... weird and confusing as a kid. The main story is bad, as far as I remember, but the actual, like, mini-stories they told, the, like, this is why you're a bad person, Doctor, was well, was fun. But it turns out at the end that it's the Valyard, right? That's actually yeah, the only on-screen appearance of the Valyard. Yeah. And we don't know how that fits into the timeline. At some point between David Tennant and Matt Smith, it's meant to be the Valyard. Ooh, fuck off. Who cares? That's I know you don't care about canon, Cal, but some of us do. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Because now, right now, it could have been the first 13... Like, yeah, it could have been one actually, of the many children who was tortured. Actually makes way more play. sense and fixes the canon. Anyway. No, it doesn't, because why the fuck does he give a fuck about the Doctor? Ah! Ah! <laughs> it only raises more questions and you know it. I'll only raise you more questions, you piece of shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know who we haven't touched on at all, which is mm-hmm. disgraceful. You, you're my favourite, our favourite, Cal. Old Paul McGann. Fucking... Yeah, boy, he doesn't wear robes. Don't wear robes. Love it. Oh, there's always one. Um, <sighs> Look, honestly, I... their cameos total fan service, right? D- uh... Dude, it wasn't even just fan service. It was like patching over an otherwise mediocre episode with something that would actually make people smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's the, that's the thing. I, I didn't think it was overall mediocre. It had a, it's it's very indicative of a lot of Jodie Whittaker's era, though. Just not entirely thought out. Mm. But it really did feel like, oh, Jodie Whittaker, on her last episode, let's get her out of the fucking way. We've got Peter Davison to show off to people. Yeah, she's going to be the master alive. for a bit. We've got Colin Baker back, and he doesn't get a moment with his companion. <laughs> I actually... He's too fat. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he won't fit in the jacket. Yeah, just get him another jacket. <laughs> Have him carry the jacket. I, it, I, it was actually very nice to see them. And, you know, it, it felt it like... Was. Do you remember when, um, at the end of Season 7, we had the Name of the Doctor episode where we saw a bunch of the Doctors with old footage, you know, Clara was doing the Saving Them thing, and then... Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Except well, it, for the fact it, that it... It felt like well, except that. Except for that everything that Clara had to do with. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just don't think about it. Um, <sighs> this felt like that. This felt like a lead into the 60th with an episode that references a bunch of old Doctors... It was nice yeah, to I'll... it was nice to see him. I liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Get him in there as much as possible before another one dies. Wait, pretty much. Yeah, David Bradley back as his first Doctor, which worked. Paul McGann wearing those like clothes again, canonizing it. If right, all right. Here's my ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Doctor Who ends up on Disney Plus. Yep. Yep. Um, they have all of Classic Who, all of New Who. They get all yep. the spin-offs. Give them Torchwood, give them Class, give them Sarah yep. Jane Adventures. It yep. all goes on there. Then yep. they do the Doctor Who spin-off. Yep. The American Doctor Who spin-off. And it's the Paul yes. McGann show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're on board now, aren't you? And they oh, just... Because it was Paul my McGann. idea, damn it. Don't try and make it out like it wasn't your <laughs> fucking my... Ah. Original idea, Cal. No, but totally I'm, I'm, mine. I'm, but I'm building it into the Disney Plus thing here. It can be the Disney yeah. Plus original a... Doctor Who. Excellent idea. Branch the fucking canon, man. Do it. Well, I don't think you should branch the canon, but 
I do think a, a season or two with Paul McGann pre-Time War, or even yeah. an early stage Time War. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Because there's plenty of room between the movie and meeting up with um, Lucy Miller. Yeah. Actually, no. I think he had one more companion before that, because I can't remember which do one. It it do it after. Do it Do it. Do it. Do it literally as, like, as the, as the tension leading. Make it about the Time War. Because what was so interesting in his um, little short they had, Night of the Doctor mm. or whatever it was called, is that he wasn't part of it. Or like, you well, know, and, he, he and wasn't how much partaking. people knew and hated the Time Lords. Like, yeah, so... I, I want to see the Time Lords jackbooting the whole fucking galaxy well, to fuel their stupid war with the Daleks. And I want to see the Eighth Doctor's every effort to stop it. And him yeah. saving people but not partaking in the conflict. Give me that. And then yeah. that is how that show ends. Bang. Mm. You're welcome, Disney Plus. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just or lovely to see him. branch the cannon. No, fuck off. <laughs> just further confirming Cal's hatred of cannon. This episode brought, brought to you by Cal's hatred Dude. of cannons. Dude, this show... <laughs> he doesn't this like show's taught ships, me anything... He fuck doesn't you, like, Sam. If any, you don't like pirate ships. Too many cannons. Any... Boom. Get it? Okay, Get it? Good, good joke. I'm sorry I spoke over it. <laughs> let's not, let that let that one sink in for the kids at home. I don't like pirate ships because there's too many cannons. Um, <laughs> maybe I need right, a but ball. fuck, but fuck this show, right? Because right. this show, if this show teaches you anything, is that you have to disregard canon for you to have a good time watching anything. Correct. Because yep. this show fucking hates its own canon. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to hate its canon too. I do. Yeah, good. It really fucking shits me. <laughs> Do anyway. we want to talk about how Jodie Whittaker's doctor um, uh, d- dies the way she lived, having the master shoot a big squid laser at her? Get- getting a big fucking laser to the face. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the circumstances of uh, that fatality... Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. So it doesn't stupid. Make, it's it as doesn't dumb make, as tripping on a brick. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that the master somehow controls that creature to shoot a laser. It doesn't yeah. really visually make any sense. I don't no. really know what happened there. Um, she, like, woke it up and let it destroy the planet. And it just... Like, why didn't he just have a gun? Why did he redirect the squid laser? Yeah. Like, it's okay for the master to shoot a fucking gun. <laughs> He's not baddie. He is a uh, he's the baddie. Yeah, um, but that is kind of why I love it. It's so, so stupid. It is, but it's also excellent. I couldn't even tell you how Peter Capaldi's doctor dies. Is it radiation? I think it's is radiation. It old age. Again. Yeah, it's radiation Do- again. Is it radiation again? Because I it's remember it takes again. like four fucking episodes. Yeah. Yeah, because he like stupid. gets radiation on that Cyberman ship, then he gets in the TARDIS, flies away, decides he's not going to die, meets the first Doctor. Mm. Actually, a really great final Doctor episode, I think. Yeah, it is really good. And what I like There's about it of... is that he's mm. like slowly dying throughout it. Mm. Um, There's a lot of really good episodes in Peter Capaldi's era. There's a lot of fucking garbage, though. <laughs> I think Peter Capaldi's era fluctuates as much as Jodie Whittaker's. I think it honest. does, yeah. Which um, is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the fact like, that the show's had that little consistency for two doctors, two showrunners, and fucking five years at this point. I know. I the thing with 
Jodie Whittaker's is too. I think her better episodes are stacked at the front. I think her first season has a lot of really great episodes in it. And then as Mm. the seasons go on, they have less and less good episodes, which is very disappointing. Mm. Um, We say Jodie Whittaker's had three seasons. And it's like she fucking... Two seasons in flux. Yeah. Yeah. Two seasons in flux. A lot of really great ideas in it. And one great episode. And nothing, mm. and and but and a weird ending. I yeah. loved all the cliffhangers in that though, and it has one of the best modern Doctor Who cliffhangers with the Doctor like becoming a weeping angel. It's just not a, got not a very good payoff, but a lot of the Doctor Who cliffhangers yeah, how, don't. So how I'm do they undo that again? Uh, the uh, it's it's just for transportation. They undo it. Ah, uh, I see. The weeping so, angels undo it. Oh, so so the so the the answer to the cliffhanger was there was no cliff, there was no hanger. Well, Shut that's, up. Don't that's think kind of it. like the, the aliens in London, right? The, the Slovene are about to get everyone and the doctor's being electrocuted by this thing on his chest. And the answer is, he takes it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. I mean, that that's... Yeah, that does happen a lot. In yeah, uh, a lot and that, of things. It, it happens in a lot of things. It's not a sin of Doctor Who. It's the point... It's almost the point of a cliffhanger. It's like every Batman, Batman like, 60s episode. It's like, Batman and Robin are in a, in a pinch now... Are they going to make it? Is this the end for the dynamic duo? Find out next week. And it's like, he's going to batarang him. $100, he's going to batarang him. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Jody Whittaker gets yeeted by a big laser. <laughs> gets yeah, back in the car. Chronically fuck all for the whole episode. Could yeah, have been she... dead for a good chunk of it. Yeah, she doesn't do a lot in her own finale, which is pretty disappointing, yeah. but... She's, she becomes a hologram, which then becomes doctors that we like more. I do, yeah, um, I like more. Mm, mm, has look, had better eras, maybe. Yeah, okay, sure. But point point was, they went, how do we get Jodie out of here as quick as possible? Oh, let's regenerate it with a hologram into every other doctor we can. While Speaking I remember, of regenerating... <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, real quick. Yeah, um, Remember that bit where Graham was just in that volcano? <laughs> For no reason, like on his own, because Ryan wasn't there. I, I know. Like, I like that he's out here saving people and shit, and I like that he's got the psychic paper. But I'm like, what I do you... like that he's got the psychic paper. I'm like, what are you do? What are you gonna do against the Daleks, Graham? What are you gonna yeah. do, mate? Where's your backup? And what was he gonna do with the psychic paper? And how'd you get here? Did you oh, walk? Don't, don't worry, mate. It's me, the Dalek. <laughs> All right. Ah, yes, it says it right here on this small sheet of paper. <laughs> you are a Dalek. The Dalek Supreme. <laughs> yes. Uh, Come Dan this Ross, way. See Dan the laser. Ross, the creator. <laughs> you have oh, as many no. wrinkles as I remember. Ah, got him. Poor Graham. Um, anyway, uh, enough of that. It's silly. Um, that was silly. We've made this a silly place. <laughs> I don't know, all that kind of stuff is what I kind of liked about it. That it was kind of yeah. silly and dumb, and Chibnall's like, you know what, this is my last episode, it's the last episode of Jodie Whittaker's era. It hasn't really, you know, it, it, it's... He, he knows what the reactions have been, even though, you know, whatever. But he, mm. um, he built it... He, he made it just fun. He was like, I'm going to have fun with it, I'm going to do whatever I want. And I kind of yeah. appreciate that about that episode and about his writing in this one is that it's silly and dumb and doesn't make a lot of sense, but he's just like, I'm going to base, I'm going to have Tegan, I'm going to have a, a mm. Doctor Anonymous. I'm going to bring all the oldies back. Although apparently, look, mm. he was told 
He mm. couldn't use any new Who companions or doctors in any of these like returns, which is interesting. What? I wonder if apparently I don't I can't remember exactly where I read that if it was an in- interview or what. I wonder mm. if they've got plans for some of them come next come year because it's also year. not a single special. We're getting three episodes next year for the sixtieth. Yeah, November. so that's interesting. Look. Same amount of content as a movie without the cinematic release. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm also okay with it. I don't think it needs to... I'm perfectly okay with Here Are The 60th Anniversary Specials. Mm. And I'm a massive fan of the Doctor Who cliffhanger, which is why I really like that Weeping Angel episode. And I really like... Um, I re- I liked Flux on average. Because um, mm. it's, it's just like we're building to a hokey cliffhanger that's then easily resolved, which is just exactly what Classic Who was most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes in Classic Who, they'd build to this thing and then have the no 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 music, and I'm like, that's not a cliffhanger. They're just walking. He's just <laughs> the Doctor's just tripped over, and he's like slipped into a small gully. Oh no! And oh no! He How's he gonna up. get up? He's gonna he's gonna have to probably like stand <laughs> and walk six feet. The reveal is someone pull, holds a hand out and helps him up. Who yeah. is it? It doesn't matter because we won't find out until next episode. <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of liked all all of that about it. Um, yeah, we should. Look, as far as finales go, it, this is no dumber than all of the other dumb fucking endings. It just wasn't as tensionful as all as all the other ones that had big dumb endings in the end. I think it's it's hard to say just because you know I've watched it once. I don't know how it compares to the other last doctor episodes of new who um i really have never been a fan of the end of time and i'm no, not end really, of time was bad and i'm not really a massive fan of matt smith's last episode either it it, yeah, it, it, it works much better to tie his era together but there's a lot of weird ideas in it again it's like here and are the get- cybermen the centaurans and the daleks and 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 then the, the silence things resolved in one line and they're naked in church and i'm like there's it should have just been the Doctor on Trenzalore protecting this small town at Christmas from the Daleks. That's all it needed to be. It well, didn't need to have all this other stuff in it. But also, right, the Doctor held them off entirely by not doing anything. Yeah, he didn't do shit. He, it, like, I think the whole point was that he's just this big fucking deal hero now. That everyone was just too scared to have a proper go. I can't remember. Maybe I'd have to watch it again. Maybe there's more to it than that. But uh, the way is, they deified the Doctor by the end of that was really fucking annoying. Um, yeah. And then he gets old and dies of old age just to start regenerating and get young again, just long enough to give a fucking bullshit speech, which I like his speech. had the coolest <laughs> end, like the coolest final line. I'll always remember when one. the doctor was me. Yeah, good one. Yeah, really good one. Good. Nice and sweet. Bit of a fuck you to David Tennant, but David Tennant's thing was a fuck you to David Tennant. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go with yeah. such a bummer. I wonder if he'll say it again. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. You know what? He probably fucking will. And I'm gonna fucking turn something upside down. I'm gonna be very upset about it. That's fine. That's cool, man. Oh, it's not cool, man. Fucking let's, let's talk about the fucking regeneration. Alright, well, we God we, damn it. So, um, I, for the, I really liked their, uh, I really liked, um, the Doctor and Yaz sitting on top of the TARDIS eating ice cream and just having a little yeah. chat. 
I, I just thought yeah. it was a really nice visual, a really sweet moment with her companion that she's had since the beginning. Yeah. I just thought it was, uh, I th- thought that was really nice. I like yeah. that the doctor's like, um, you, um, she's like, I need to do this bit on my own. I like that she parks the TARDIS and decides to not fly it into space and then regenerate onto the console and explode everything. Yeah, like a I like that idiot. F- for once, <laughs> for once, we're not gonna we, like it didn't end with the TARDIS crashing, which has been how yep. every Doctor has started of New Who. Everyone yep. just for like, mm-hmm. and Peter Capaldi's was the worst for it. It just started crashing for no reason, and then the next episode is in a dinosaur. Anyway, <laughs> um, I really, uh, I really like that the Doctor Park decided to stand on this cliff with the sun setting. And the final line, the final little, uh, I, I really like the final little speech from Jodie. Mm. It was like, you know, it was, it was, um, to the effect of, um, like the worst part is I really just want to see what comes next. Yeah. Like, and have, then, a, have a good one. Anyway, doctor, whoever then, I'll be funny. Yeah, tag, you're um, it. <laughs> tag, you're it. Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent Very final good. line. Excellent. Really good. Completely One of the best, actually. By the fucking horrendous bullshit that <laughs> happened next. So as I'm sure everyone knows, Jodie Whittaker <sighs> regenerates into who, Cal? No, David fucking Tennant again. He's been three <laughs> Doctors now, my man. I know. I know. Too many! And, too, and too many! Moffat confirmed... Not Moffat, the other one. Davies confirmed that he is, in fact, 14. Boo, I don't care. Okay. I don't understand. Well, the number doesn't matter anymore. Why these clothes change, Cal? Explain it to oh me. Oh my god. Why? How? Did Davies do that scene? Did he have any fucking say in that scene? That final scene. Here's the thing. Uh, we don't know this for sure, but... Yeah. Historically speaking, the incoming show... As the showrunner has changed, the incoming mm. showrunner f- writes the final scene. So when Davies left and Moffat came in, mm. David Tennant regenerates, and then that next bit is Moffat, mm. is written by Moffat, and it's the same when Moffat left. I think that next bit was written by Chibnall. Mm. So we have to assume it was written by um, by Davies. By Davies, yeah. Look, I I don't know, man. I just and look, I'm sure there's going to be a plot point to it. It's going to be important for this next episode, uh, but I just don't i i i don't know I, I waxed very poetic when we spoke in person about this and i'll try not to be too fucking whimsical again but it really just undermines david tennant's era to return to it again like like this that like the whole point of of the regeneration and the change and the things that happen with doctor who is that nothing stays the same nothing goes backwards we're always like looking back fondly on the stuff that happened because we might never get it again. You know, so when we finally do get Paul McGann showing up in Night of the Doctor and then again in this, it's a huge fucking moment. And when we got the 50th anniversary and there was multi-Doctor stories like back in the day, yeah, it was really fucking important. The fact that David Tennant can just be back for a regeneration and I know it's only going to be for an episode tops. Maybe not even the whole episode. Well, it's it's likely to be the three specials, I would think. And then what? So the, the, the 60th anniversary is David Tennant and the new guy? David Tennant, and then he regenerates into the new guy, I would assume. Well, but 
we see the new guy in the trailer, and he's... Yes. What the hell's going on here? But here's the thing, right? He Hmm. is wearing, based on my looks, the same clothes as David Tennant. So we have to assume that's post-David Tennant regenerating into him. Sure. But then there's it's a multi-doctor story, surely. If it's well, the 60th. Not necessarily. It wouldn't be the it first. It almost definitely is. Well, you would think so. But why bring David Tennant back as the 14th Doctor if you could just bring him back as part of the multi-doctor story? I don't that's, think that's, they're doing a proper yeah. multi-doctor story. And that's why and that's he's regenerated silly. into David Tennant. It wouldn't be the first time they haven't done a a multi-doctor story for an anniversary sure but but it's it has become somewhat traditional it and has. yeah and there's no reason not to do it there's a lot never of the, been a lot of the bigger. actors have said no that they wouldn't do yeah. it yeah that, but david tennant said yes so just have it be david tennant that's fine and we've already established oh there's an infinite number of fucking doctors have him team up with 15 more doctors we've never fucking <laughs> seen before if we want to could do that yeah there's you could absolutely ca- no you could excuse. Canonize for it to the be curse David of Tennant. canonize the curse of fatal death. You won't because you're scared. Yeah, I won't because I'm scared. <laughs> that that's a horrifying timeline. Um, but <laughs> but fucking canonize whatever you want. Make it whoever you want. Give the fucking governor from the next doctor, um, bloody Easter special or whatever Christmas special it was. Give him a go. Fucking do anything. Yeah. Well, we don't know, man. Like, we, we just don't know. Neil Patrick Harris is the bad guy. Yeah, okay. Donna and the Doctor is back, and we think Wil- I think Wilfred's back. Hmm. That's all we know. So... But maybe... Do, if this episode has anything to do with the Metacrisis, and I'm sure it will, like, I, I'm going to be a little bit mad. Like, this this story is done. Like, it would... Be, it's fine to come back to shit, I suppose, but... If, if what this is, is basically undoing the shit that happened in the Metacrisis, in, in the Parting of the Ways, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just... It seems so super self-indulgent. And, like, it does. As it's, and here's... The, the only concern I have is it feels very RTD-focused for what is meant mm. to be a celebration of 60 years of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, we and yeah, fair enough, RTD didn't get to do the 50th, so, you know, getting getting a chance to do his own thing. And I think there's a pretty solid argument for the 60th anniversary being basically a big fuck you to the RTD era. Or at least some comedic ribbing. The 50th, you mean. It wasn't Sorry. really, though. It it, 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 There was definitely some some jabs. There was a couple of bits, but they're like mates. You see them in, like, like events and stuff. They, they I mean, they seem very chummy. Oh, I, I wouldn't. I don't think there's any animosity there. It's but there was banter. a bit of, uh, your your doctor's the kind of doctor that goes all kissy-kissy and goes on picnics and chases down rabbits and has a machine that goes ding and me Like, it's all just like, I don't know. Ironically, think... the machine that goes ding was hmm. Moffat's invention in <laughs> Russell T. <laughs> Davis's era. Because didn't that first appear in Blink? He's like, I got this machine, uh, it goes ding. I think, nah, that was um the, not Waters of Mars, the one with the the flying bus um dead planet nah, man. not dead planet nah he had a thing that goes ding in um in blink in blink he definitely did he if he did he was literally just walked across the screen with it for a second and went who who are you Sally Sparrow okay, well, it was cool. when he was in the past picking up one of the old guys and he's like I have this machine that shows me where it is 
It is weird how Matt man. Smith just died of old age. And look, because if you're ever going to do it, doing it for the first regeneration and the last regeneration in, in yeah. a cycle, kind of fun, kind of nice. I like what they did with it in the end, ultimately. It was just a big, dumb action set piece with as many enemies as you could possibly fit in the same thing. Um, I think the uh, the silence were there on the Doctor's side, zapping down people as well. Yeah, the silence were on his side in that one because the other silence were like a, a faction... There was just yeah, so much you could interesting group. stuff you could do with that. Yeah, that was clearly meant to have a whole other season. Well, apparently, uh, do you remember that? Like, allegedly, Moffat had a had another season planned for Matt Smith, and mm. Smith left. Yeah, to be Early. a movie star in fucking um, Terminator Genesis. Yes. Boo. Um, look, I guess my my worry, and I, I like the the fact that. Russell T. Davies regenerated a doctor when the actor left and then didn't, re- like, never did a regeneration again. Like, he's directed um, Eccleston, he's, sorry, he's written Eccleston and Tennant, and that's it. Mm. And now the second he gets the reins back, he brings Tennant back. It's like, fuck, man, I'm, that's what makes me worried. Like, RTD, I like your shit, man. Generally, you do good he's, stuff. He's but picked a fuck. very good next doctor, though. Yeah. Totally. Why aren't we seeing him straight away? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just I don't. The, the thing is, the I have ed, to assume. Yeah. I, I have to assume there's a reason for the clothes change, and there's a reason he's doing David Tennant. Like there's a reason for the story to be David Tennant. You know, I just like because otherwise, why do it? And I, I get that. Like you need to get the fans back on board. It's not an awful way to do it. No, I think it is an awful way to do it. No, but like, like, is, okay. So the the critical response, like the the fan response to Chibnall's been mostly negative overall. You are coming in as a head writer of Doctor Who for the 60th anniversary. The new Doctor's left. Sorry, the the, the previous Doctor's left. You can't get the new one until after the 60th. What do you do? I mean, why can't you get the new one until after the 60th? Well, I I don't. Fair enough. Do you want a, the 60th to be a first? I suppose there's probably an interesting way you could do it. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking here's, like... Okay, here's elevator pitch of how I would do it. Mm-hmm. And you can't get Eccleston back, fair enough. But so, you do Fuck the regeneration... could, though. You start the regeneration scene, camera pulls back, you don't see who it's turned who it's turned into yet. That reveal happens later, right? You know, you, you film it of Jodie turning into the new guy, if you can, if you can get him. It, you know, if you can't, you do the... the it's too much glowy light, the light recedes back and it's him right for, for the next bit if you can't get those actors in the same t- place at the same time that's what you do then you start the next story completely fresh uh, with enemies doing plot things like you know, setting things up and the reveal is the TARDIS lands who's going to walk out of it David Tennant right that's how you would bring David Tennant back and then you like it's just from a part of his timeline that we haven't seen and he plays a role in the story and then passes the baton onto the next one because the story and plot demands that this doctor leaves this story alone and lets the next doctor pick it up. And ideally we get Matt Smith back. Ideally we get Capaldi back. Ideally we get Jodie Whittaker back to all play a role in the next story doing little bits. Well, allegedly none of them would come back. But And fair enough, know. if they don't, then he leaves a sort of temporal message. You know, he, he does his bit 
and and he leaves it for the next guy to come and pick up the baton and finish it off. Like, that's how you would involve previous Doctors if you can't get them in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Gee, re-watch you just have the... a story where they all play a different part in the in the story. Yeah. I tell you what, rewatching season one, fuck, I'd love mm. to see Eccleston back. I know, right? I'd love to see and... him and McGann. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd love to see... Fuck, man, I know... Fuck. Look, I, I, I haven't heard anything specific about Matt Smith saying no, but I also have been out of the loop for a long time. I think it's more like a... Um... Like, while they were filming Doctor Who, they were filming Game of Thrones. So, it's it's one of those... I think it's a bit more speculative, but there's not really much way you could have. But also, a lot of it is based on the speculation that we haven't seen a... Um, we haven't seen any other Doctor appear in a behind-the-scenes. Fair enough. I, I, I don't know for sure what, what to think about this. I, I would really like to see... Because, like... In, in another 10 years' time, there's plenty of people who might not be able to be there. Like, who the fuck knows when one of them's going to get hit by a bus? Jeez, you ease know? up. Keep it no, light. But that, dude, that's <laughs> the actual fucking fact behind this shit, man. Like, getting Tom Baker back for the 50th anniversary is a big fucking deal. And if he got, if he didn't get asked, that is a hugely wasted opportunity. So I hope that at least every person who's played the Doctor in the past got a fucking letter on the table that said, can we put you in in some way? And if they all said no, then they all said no. And that sucks. I think there's probably going to be an intentional effort to not make it like the 50th. Why? I'm just saying that's what I think is going to be the case. Ah, Boo. Make it as much like the 50th as possible. That's fine. Like... The the 50th had its problems, um, but it's not... It's nowhere near as bad as all the final Doctor stories. It's... And, I, I think the 50... Con- considering what it had to do is excellent. Yeah. It had very little threads that it could tie up. And it and tied it, up it, what it needed to. And, like, the, what it didn't tie up was tied up enough that you weren't, like, dissatisfied watching the 50th and then later on you're like oh i wonder what happened there and then they answered it you know in a follow-up episode Mm. there was actually a one of peter capelli's better two-parters yeah anyway what do you all think are you excited low-key i'm gonna be perfectly honest cal i am excited for doctor who again i I I like i was i was i was excited when flux was coming out i was excited by the idea of like a six-part continuous story but I am very excited to see... Like, because despite I agree with a lot of your trepidation about David Tennant, I am excited to see him again. And I am excited to see what Russell T. Davis is actually going to do here. Maybe it'll be mm. terrible. Maybe it will be awful. But I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah. No, I, I am too. I, I just... Yeah, I, I think there's plenty to be worried about here. And I think that the reason to be worried about it is not necessarily because it's going to be bad, it's because it's not necessarily a good idea. <laughs> and there's, like... It's basically that it's not how I'd have done it. And that's okay. I just wish that... I just... I, I'm, I'm very cautious that things aren't just going to be done lazily. And it feels like this is a lazy decision. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely feels like a fan y decision. Um... And if you'd asked me whether they should do this in the Moffat era, and I actually think we've discussed this at length, I would have been so adamantly against it. 
I would have, and I've spoke. I remember when Matt Smith was the Doctor. A lot of people were like, "Oh, make David Tennant the Doctor again." And I was like, "No, stop He's, it! Why? No!" Because at that point, he was just the Doctor like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of get it more now, um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, see, we'll, we'll, we'll all we can do is see, Cal. It has been a long time since we've seen Tennant as the Doctor, but I think that, like I've fucking waxed lyrical before, the whole the reason it's special is because it ended. If it, if it kept going forever, it'd be not as special. Uh, I, I guess we can I, kind of say the same thing for the this franchise I as tend to agree, but, yeah, we are talking about Doctor Who here. <laughs> the only reason you regenerate the Doctor is so that the show can keep going. If it can keep going with him regenerating back in to that Doctor, and that's the best thing for the show to keep moving, like, if, if we... Because it feels like we're doing a mini-reset. Yeah. Like with like when like when Moffat came in, and kind of yeah. like when Ch- and, and like when Chibnall came in too. The one yeah, thing I'm very excited for is it's a soft reboot. Yeah, I the one thing I'm very excited for. I yeah. have never been a big fan of Jodie Whittaker's TARDIS. Yeah, I'm glad to see it go. It's I like the idea that it's like grown rock, but it just it, it's never looked. Like compared to it what looks... the console room was with the multi levels and um, it feels very s- small and cramped. Yeah, and dumb. Like those pillars aren't holding anything up; they just sort of meet in the middle. Yeah, and, and they look and like, like I think the idea is they're like lamps you can get from fucking stands in the mall. I think they're meant to be like any en- like they're meant to be like like a, a, a vessel for energy. But yeah, they just look they look cheap. Um, yeah. And look, I like the, the idea. Dumb in hindsight, but the yeah, coral but... also looked like a junker. Like the, the, it looked real the, silly. The coral was also an aesthetic. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I get. I, I, I think I have a bit of nostalgia goggles on for the coral, but well, without a doubt, the, the, Paul McGann's TARDIS yeah. console room is the best one, right? I think we've oh, said Paul this McGann. Before. Paul McGann. Um, I think Matt Smith's is pretty good. Maybe, Which maybe one? one of the versions of Capaldi's. Uh, like like the late Matt Smith, early Capaldi one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I actually liked that one more when Capaldi had it because they changed mm. the light scheme from blue to orange and yeah. it made it feel... Like, it felt very cold when it was Matt Smith. It felt nice and warm. And they lined the top level with bookshelves for Capaldi. Yeah. Uh, Capaldi's TARDIS changing slowly over time as his Doctor changed, as he was allowed to not be a grumpy bastard. Oh, such a bad decision. Season 8 is so bad. Season 8 is a really bad time. Yeah, man. Like, I Remember the man, moon? Don't get me started on Moffat. Fuck remember you. The, remember Fuck the... you, Sam. <laughs> remember Fuck you, the... Moffat. Remember the forest? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Stop it. It's Stop making the... me angry. It's it an... might be We're the worst season. In. There's like one oh, redeemable episode in that whole season. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'll be keen to see a new console room. I really don't know what they were thinking with with Jodie's one. It felt so for for an ep, like for a Doctor Who supposedly was all about family and was all about this like group of friends that they had. It was so cold. Like Matt I, Smith's looked like a fun place to be. Yeah, the, especially his first one. Mm. Um, I would have loved if it was like had couches, a little telly. I think yeah. the whole. I but, think Jodie Whittaker's make it like. Make her doctor like a just a full on nerd, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, okay. With... Uh, here's here's a scene that'll make you love a a Jodie Whittaker TARDIS console room. Yeah. It 
it has like one one little slice of the octagon of the of the hexagon has yeah has the telly in it has a couch in it and at one point uh, an angel or something manages to get in through the image of itself on the on the TV like that would that would work for an angel yeah and they hide behind the couch from it oh perfect yeah <laughs> right <laughs> doesn't even have to be scary. They can immediately <laughs> defeat it, but you get one of the companions leap over the back yep. of the couch and hide from it. Yep. And, Amazing. And, and it's gold. And, and if everyone had their own slice, like if it was all about the companions and their relationship and, and what, you know, like everybody got to decorate their own bit and it looked like a family home. That would have been nice. Uh, that would have... It could have really leaned into that whole thing. Yeah. But That's then the... Jody would have had to, like, have something to do. <laughs> Chibnall so like, would have had to give Jodie Whittaker's doctor something to do, yeah. Anything to fucking do? Yeah, god damn it. I really hope she's back. I really hope she's back for the 60th. It might be the only chance we get to see her do something good as the doctor. <sighs> oh, she did good, but, but you're right. Even I in would... the best episodes of this of, of her era, she wasn't the best part of them. Often not, no. Yeah. Like, it was Graham and Ryan, it was Yaz in the Partition of India, um, like, it was... It was everybody she, else got their time to shine and she didn't. She felt a bit more like the first Doctor in that regard. The first mm. Doctor was never the best part of any of his stories. Mm. He took a back seat uh, to, you know, Susan and Ian. Mm. Um, Which is fine. Let the companions have some time to shine. As long as the Doctor has something to do. And let, like in Peter Cushing's version of the, um, of the early Dalek story... Um, where he facilitates the whole thing by being selfish. Yeah. And everybody else gets caught up in it. Like, at least the Doctor's there to for a plot reason. I mean, the Doctor still is there for a plot reason. Oh, because they're the timeless child. Well, then... They're super they're important, co- Sam. They're, they're, they're co- very, very special. They literally are the one with the TARDIS, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Story doesn't happen without him. Anyway. Um, I'm very excited for Gatwa. I'm interested and excited to see what... Davis is doing with Tenon, and I hate the clothes changing. Tweet us at Video Shop Pod. What do you think of all of that? Fuck the clothes changing, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, see you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>